I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting any air in them, taking any air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I go. Okay, so it's football. It's goddamn hard to hold on to it. T-minus two games until the fantasy regular season is finito. The 2023 fantasy postseason starts in three days. Are you going to go out in the postseason like Justin Jefferson did this past week? Or are you going to continue steamrolling your league like the 49ers and the Cowboys? Either way, all you can do now is get ready. And tonight, here to help, we have none other than one fourth of the sports junkies on 1067 The Fan, the man in the box, poker and fantasy DJ and extraordinaire, only finest, John Cakes. Welcome back, Cakes. What's up, boys? Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good to see you. So glad you could come on the show. For those who don't know, this is your second appearance. You came on last year as well. Uh, help people wrap up their fantasy season and into the playoffs. We're doing the same thing this year. And you are off today. It was a two-man show on the Junkies. I listened to them slogging through it. And, uh, you know, God bless them. But I, I'm excited to hear your hot takes, too. Um, particularly, we've been kind of talking behind the scenes and just wrapping our head around uh, this Patrick Mahomes situation. Uh, I want to get your hot take right off off the, the cuff of the show. Uh, what did you think about his reaction and kind of how he's now justifying himself as kind of being above the game and what's good for the game and what's not when he just got, you know, it's a rule. So uh, how are you kind of processing it today? It's great for me. I'm excited. I thought it was a very weird reaction from, from Patrick Mahomes, like making it sound like, well, we're the Kansas city chiefs, man. The rules don't apply to us. You're going to, you're going to try to call all sides on my guy, Kadarius Tony, which by the way, was the most Kadarius Tony play of all time. Like if I went, if I told you guys before, you know, that, that whole disaster happened, if I, if I were to tell you, there was one guy on the Kansas city chiefs, who made such a boneheaded play? And I'm not going to tell you who it is. You guys have to guess who it is. Like you wouldn't guess MVS or Rashi Rice, but you wouldn't guess Ceh. Of course, you would guess that Kadarius Tony was the guy who lined up offsides and who just botched the entire thing because that's what Kadarius Tony does. You know, like Kadarius Tony, like. Forced his way out of New York because he was such a nightmare to deal with there after less than two seasons because he either just couldn't get on the field or he's enraging the coaching staff. And then he gets his Kansas City, and it's the same sort of deal. And it, to me, it's just the juice is not worth the squeeze with Kadarius Tony. Like, I fell in love – like a lot of other fantasy degens, I, I took the Kadarius Tony drug early because I was tantalized by just – like what a freak he is, but, but he can never stay on the field when he's on the field. He makes boneheaded plays and he's, he's got what, like three touchdowns in almost four seasons. Like why are we wasting our time? with Kadarius Tony. Like I quit that drug a while ago and I, you know, much like you guys, I'm sure you weren't shocked that Tony was the guy that lined up a hundred yards off sides. No, no, I wasn't shocked at all. I, I was shocked though. 
Uh, that touchdown was so fluid and so sick. It looked like they had practiced that before. And, I mean, it looked so incredible. Uh, and I was getting roasted. If that touchdown goes through, I'd probably lose my matchup today. I got no chance to get into the fantasy playoffs in my home league. So, I mean, it, it was an unfortunate kind of situation. Uh, I love it on Travis Kelsey's part. But afterwards, yeah, the the when you go up to Josh Allen and you don't even say good game, you don't even yeah. say, you just go, you go, did you see that bullshit? Did you see that's right, the worst right. fucking call I've ever seen? I can't fucking believe, man, you see that bullshit? Oh my, it, it, it's like that, that you're not above the game. Like it, it's not the best call ever. I agree. But man, it, that was just some like entitlement shit right there to me like, and from my perspective. I mean, so. I mean, like, like Mike, like how long has Skidarius Tony been playing organized football? I mean, probably 20 years. I, I, I mean, I, I've never played any real organized football, and I know, I know. To, I look down the line, and I see where the ball is, and I look down the line again, and I line up behind the ball. Like it's the most basic I, thing ever. My, I, I, I have a. I mean, I'm. I'm it's total slander, but my, slander. my, my conspiracy is. You ever heard of that stuff? Lean. Sure. Yeah. Of course. I think he's got a lean habit. Like, 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 like I mean, like he's got like a Jamarcus Russell that, like lean habit. Yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense for like how talented he is, right? Yeah. How, I mean, how much he gets injured. Like, I don't think lean is good for recovery. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not. Okay, lean is yeah. it's not good for your hamstrings. I'm positive. I'm not I mean, an expert. I, I'll be honest, guys. I've never. I mean, I, I dabbled with the weed back in college. Who didn't? But I never messed with the lean. But I'll be honest. It it sounds pretty good. I mean, let's be honest. It's like Sprite. Like it sounds so codeine, yummy. Like big dose of codeine, so and then you pour in like Jolly Ranchers. Right. I mean, that sounds pretty good. To me. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. In- <laughs> I mean, so I, I guess I can understand why people get hooked to it. Right. Dude, my six-year-old would love lean. Like the lean junior. It's like right. just a little small dose. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what he eats minus the coating like every day, you know. Yeah, I mean, sign me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right, I, that's all That's all hearsay and, uh, and millionaire fodder, but there is a there's an element of that that's just missing, and uh, I feel bad for for, for Kadarius Tony one uh, because he's going to get just a bunch of hate from people who just sure, are disappointed. Sure. You know, I I don't like the backlash and the hatred, but then I don't feel bad for Patrick Mahomes, and I don't feel bad for his wife either. His wife, you know, she's she likes to drink in the box. You know, I mean, who doesn't? She gets a little tipsy. She zooms in on the ref at the end of the game, all tipsy like that, and does a video, and then puts MVP. And puts it out there. And so, like, it's a family affair here. Everybody's pissed at the refs. You know what I mean? Like, this is a real conversation, I'm sure. She's calling up Britney Spears like, oh, my God, did you see that? Yeah, that happened. Like, I, Britney, I know. Fuck them, Britney. Like, this is <laughs> happening right now in, in real life. So, it's just Britney to me. Spears? You yeah, I think you get your pop star. Are you, like, no, 10 no, years yeah. behind? No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Britney, I'm, yeah. Britney Mahomes is calling Taylor Swift. I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe you. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Scott's on the lead. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going with yeah. some uh, i'm just going with, with some Sierra Nevada, my friend yeah. no my, my my long no britney mahomes sorry talking to taylor swift not to britney that'd be britney britney that'd be double britney um no hey, but we it's can just, all just agree that the the great thing about taylor swift being at all the games and look 
I'm I'm a Swifty. My 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 wife and daughter are big time Swifties, so I'm Swifty by association. Um, the great thing about Taylor Swift being at the games, to me, is that she has eliminated that zero Jackson Mahomes from getting any sort of airplay or airtime. That's right. uh, that's a win for everybody, in my opinion, whether you're, you're pro Taylor Swift or not. Like that, to us, to me, that's a win for everyone. Yeah, I, I liked how. Um, in the beginning, it was a bunch of like Taylor Swift is putting Travis Kelsey on the map jokes, which were jokes, obviously. Right, uh, and then, right, right, and then right. it was a lot of like, well, we got to get Taylor Swift in every shot and stuff like that. And, and I kind of we kind of like, OK, got enough of that. Last week or two weeks ago, they panned to her during that the non-call of the pass interference near the end of the mm-hmm. game. And you could hear see her just mouthing like, oh, fucking come on. You know, right. and, and someone and someone wrote a tweet and they're like, we've got her. You know right. what I mean? Like, like the NFL's got her. Like, it's not the other way around. It's not like, oh, Taylor Swift's got the NFL. Like, she's in a box cussing and yelling and screaming at refs. Like, we win. Like, the NFL, has, we we took on a Swift, and we merged into this, like, beautiful thing where now she hates the same people we hate, the refs. Exactly. You know? So I think it's all beautiful, and uh, uh, I'm excited for, for the rest of the season. It's it's drama. I mean, that's what it is. This is the male soap opera. It's what we, we built our – I'm wearing a jersey indoors. I'm a huge asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, this is all awesome. Uh, and uh, that wasn't the only thing that was awesome, too. Uh, the the San Francisco 49ers, Mike mentioned them. I want to touch on them real quick before we kind of get into the show. Mm-hmm. What what are just uh, uh, curb stomping uh, that they're putting on people uh, from the Eagles to whoever comes up next, uh, Seattle. Man, Debo Samuel is just, I mean, he is sexy as fuck again. Uh, if the kids are saying those words, I think, together in the sentences. <laughs> um, but uh, holy shit, they look unstoppable. And I, I I laughed at the Brock Purdy MVP graphic that the, the team put on as they showed him first in every little thing. Because um, yeah. a lot of the yak is, you know, show him first in yak after the, you know, yards after the catch. Um, but, man, he's he is playing well. He knows where to put the ball. He understands the offense. And he could have his team in the Super Bowl. That's MVP level shit. So yeah, he's, um, he's crushing. I mean, like just his numbers are crazy. And look, I rewind the tape a little bit. I, I'll admit it. Uh, I, I'll go on the freezing cold takes. I was a big old Trey Lance truther back in the day. But I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious at at this point who's a better quarterback. I mean, Trey Lance can't even see the field as Dak's backup, and and Purdy's in the mix for MVP. But like when they have all those pieces healthy and humming together, and and Debo is like at the top of his game. I think that that's the real X factor is when Debo is playing like he has over the last few weeks. Like then they become pretty unstoppable. I mean, CMC is going to always go out there and, and crush and do what he does. But when Debo is on that level where he's way better than Ayuk, which he has been the last two or three weeks, then that offense is really scary. Well, they, they've both been like top 10, top five yeah, yeah. last week. And what's so interesting too uh, actually, that's in, in DK because DK he gets a little bit of a bump, not in PPR. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking DraftKings. Sorry, guys, I got DFS oh, on the top 10, but in Fire those DFS lineups in, baby. Well, I listen, as I told Mike before the show, I got kicked out of the Al Smizzle listener gang league because apparently I'm too much of a sharp in DraftKings anymore. I don't fit the criteria for being a casual user. I'm, God damn it, I'm all you know, we just donate our money every week to that. Right, we do, we do that. Yeah, I mean, sure, I've won a couple weeks in a row, but whatever. Um, <laughs> But now we're in the Millie Maker, so we're we're playing for real money cakes, and oh, we nice. 
we talked about it. It's going to have to be some like if we win the Millie Maker, it goes three ways because you're on. You're going to help build it. And we're going to build the lineup at the end. Yeah, of the we're going to build the show. Yeah. We, it's a three-way I'm always pro chop, man. I'll take a chop it's any, three any way day chop. of the week. We well, just, you, you, you're going to get credit for the team, so yeah, you gotta, yeah. we'll, we'll come like deliver it in a suitcase if we right, if we like win. Bill Paxson and and uh, Billy Bob Thornton in the woods with you know FBI fake. It's going to be you know. Hey, I'll, uh, I'll ride you guys coattails to a million dollar chop. Sign Let's me up. I got. I, all right, I got a question for you. All right, this is this is this is my only question for Cakes besides okay. the, the small pop. Yes. All right. So you you play DFS, I know that, right? You, yeah. You do. Do you ever do Millie Maker lineups? I mean, I'm 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 a small fish, man. I, I'm not like stacks and cash over there. I, I don't have big dollars in my uh, in my DraftKings and uh, and FanDuel uh, accounts. But I, you know, like probably max out at like I don't know five or ten dollar lineups. I don't I don't really go in the the, the nosebleed stakes. Yeah. So yeah. you don't you don't do a Millie Maker lineup. You know, pretty you much know, no. Not, that would that would know. that would stress my. It is a little stressful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cakes is frozen. Cakes is frozen. So, yeah, he's there so stressful. He froze for a second because it was you know talking about the. It, you know, it, well, this is this is what I want to know is like all right. So you're not. What's the most you like? can win in the tournaments that you play like what are what are you shooting to like if you won first prize uh i mean most of the most of the contests i enter probably like 25k total maybe 50k total okay. i mean it's not going to be a huge score even if i were able to you know okay like, that's fine lottery, this, you know? this still allows me to ask the question because yeah, yeah, every yeah. week every week i play a million maker lineup and every week this is this is this is what fantasy does to you, and this is why you 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 play it. You, you and it's this weird slide where Sunday morning, after I build my lineup, I imagine what I'm going to do with my million dollars. Until it slides <laughs> all the way down to can I win five dollars? Can I? Win? I well, <laughs> see that that's a funny thing is I never like I've look, I haven't been playing DFS forever, like since day one, but I've played enough lineups where I realized that I'm basically just doing it for fun, for entertainment, for a sweat. Like I, if I win two or three bucks on a dollar entry or $2 entry to me, it's like, Hey, I, I won a few bucks. I had some fun doing it. I had uh, some fun putting the lineup together. I never, I never, grasp at winning the whole thing because i've so never you don't you don't, you don't have imaginary scenarios with what you're going to do with your 25k if you win it like oh, no, no 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 like if you've ever if you've ever, ever listened to the junk show which i'm sure i know you guys have over the years oh yeah, oh, yeah. an evergreen topic is what would we do with a huge lottery score like that right. We do we do that all the freaking time that's like 10 times 10 times a year like every okay. year yeah. Okay, so 25k, what are you doing? What yeah, are you what doing? Are we, oh, in 25k? Yeah. I mean, is it 25k tax free? Am I chopping half half with the tax man? Well, you gotta pay the R. I mean, you can go you can go the Kadarius Tony route if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got like I got like 13 or 14k coming my way. I guess that's probably right. Yeah. What do yeah. I do with that? What do I do with 14k? Go to Florida. That's where you take it out of your account in. So you get like no, you know. Oh, that's a good point. I never really thought of yeah. it like that. You know, I, know I take a night, like I probably take that money and, and just take like a nice trip. 
with my yeah. family. It's probably because, like, I mean, fourteen grand is great, but like, what? I mean, am it's I a trip. Buy like half a car or something. Right. I mean, what am it's I going to do? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like no. take a nice like trip trip to like Hawaii or go to Europe or something for ten days. Yeah. You know, probably still like go in my pocket for part of it, but. That, that that twelve or thirteen grand would go a long way. Right. Yeah, yeah, five grand. You five know, grand. yeah, you got to go to a place where you can gamble for sure. Yeah. Or uh, you know, exactly. uh, turn that five grand into like 30, 35, right. yeah. 40. Yeah. betting the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, now that that was a good question. Uh, I I uh, would my wife would would get some of the money. Unfortunately, I feel like there'd be, <laughs> a, be a wife tax on my money if I want it, and mm-hmm. my kids would get braces. Um, if I won that money, so that's a, that's a good spend right there, man. Orthodontics are freaking yeah. expensive. Trust yeah. me, I know. They want you to pay up front too, which is kind of like you know, uh, nowhere else in the business. So they're like, listen, uh, we're gonna need all that money right fucking now. Right, like, right. You haven't done anything yet. By, by the way, like my one of one of my kids, orthodontist, he he didn't care. He didn't even try to hide the fact that he was just 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 raking in the money. He was yeah, basically right. doing this to everybody. I hope I can do that. Uh, no, that you're one. good. Yeah, he was doing this, this. He would pull up in like a Porsche 911 convertible. Like he just didn't give a shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm charging you guys way too much money for this dental work, and I've I've got a ninety five thousand dollar car here to prove it. Right. I I use super premium leaded gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good racket. Oh, for sure, for sure. So. Yeah, all right. That's where all the money is in the racket, too. Right. right. Like that's right. how you make the money is you just like you just just jizz up when you see somebody walking in with just like snarl yep. tooths in their mouth. You're just like, yeah. Yep. Yes. You're gonna make some cash here. Oh, more money coming in. No, no, I, I, that's a good transition because right now we're trying to make cash in the fancy playoffs. We do have a waiver wire to get to. Uh, we've got waiver wire, elevate, mitigate, eviscerate, little DFS stacks of cash, X-rated, get you out of here. Uh, try to do it around an hour, right? We'll see how we go. Um, but before we get into it, let me let yeah. me make one brag, my my okay. podcast partner too. Sorry, check this out. In the five leagues, the fantasy millionaires are in together. The fantasy millionaires have secured six bye week teams in the I like that. Millionaires. Yeah. Yeah. And I know in in the in two leagues, I am a number one seed. Uh I know that in the Crab Cakes League, which I'm the champ twice in, which cakes is in. And you might be in the playoffs. I'm not sure. We'll see how that's the only league I'm gonna miss the playoffs in and all my eight redraft leagues. Mm-mm. What about you, uh, Money Metal? Are you going to be in, in that uh, playoffs possibly for the crab cakes? Uh, it depends on if there are six teams making it or eight teams. Because I think if, if there's eight teams, I'm in. I think. If it's six, I don't think it's looking too good because uh, Evan Ingram scored like 32 and a half points oh. against the team yesterday. And that's yes. that's no bueno, man. If, you, if you're facing a tight end that scores 32.5 points, you're generally yeah. not going to win your matchup. No, no, you're not at all. So, all right. Well, let, let's let's jump in. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the waiver wire here. And uh, if right, you are right. in the playoffs, or or you know, if you're thinking you're gonna win and you've got a a kind of a, a 
uh, a situation where you need to pick up a quarterback. Uh, who are you leaning? I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, money metal cakes first. Uh, we'll kind of run through each someone, uh, you know, can give us a little bit of the QB scoop who you're grabbing here. And this is our home league. So some of the players will not be available or will be available, but uh, we'll pull up the roster ship of the players to kind of see uh, where they are overall in ESPN. I'm throwing it to you cakes. Who's your guy? Oh, oh, just oh, like like a, a waiver wire guy. Yeah, who's like for the for the QB like like uh, who's somebody who you would uh, grab off the wire if you're in need of a QB this week? So Matthew Stafford, oh, oh, Joe Flacco, oh, oh. some of those yeah, guys. Yeah, are the, who the, you low hanging oh, fruit is obviously going to be Matt Stafford if he if yeah. he's out there because he gets to face the Commanders. We saw what he did yesterday uh, against the Ravens. Uh, with the uptick uh, of what he's done in the last two weeks. I think he has five touchdowns in the last two weeks. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that. And, like, we were we were worried about, like, oh, the, the Rams have to go on the road at Baltimore, one o'clock kick, bad weather, and Stafford went out and was just shredded. We've seen yeah. how bad this commander's secondary has been, even though they drafted not one, but two guys with their first two picks in uh, Forbes and Quan Martin. And their defense has gotten worse. So if Stafford is out there, of course you're going to grab him. And it, it, it's hard to it's hard to dispute too what Flacco's done in Cleveland. Right. I mean, this guy was just working out like throwing the ball to his brother like two or three weeks ago, and he's been the best quarterback they've had in Cleveland all season long. Yeah. So those are two great uh, spots to grab a quarterback, uh, especially if you're in a shallower league. Um, if Matt Stafford's here, he's got to be your top guy because I mean he could he could go for three touchdowns and three twenty five against that commander secondary. I mean the commanders are, took a week off and they they still have given up um, almost the most passing yards. I think they have given up the most. Yeah, they, they're week off. They still give up the most passing yards and they've given up the second most touchdowns with twenty. I mean that is a shit ton. Uh, of touchdowns, by the way, in case you didn't know, that's ridiculous. So didn't, didn't they lose Jamin Davis too? Like. Yeah, he just that news just broke like a few hours yeah. ago. His um, I guess he's gonna have shoulder surgery and he's done for the rest of the year. So mm. uh, a poor defense gets even worse with you know one of the the few uh, high talented guys that's left on that team after they dealt uh, Montez and Chase Young away. Now no Jamin Davis. You know they got to make that cross country trip to take on the Rams. I mean, I would guess the the Rams implied team total will be. What, 24, 27, 28 points in this game. Yeah, they're going to roll them. They're going to, I mean, I could just see the wheels falling off. You're losing your head coach. You already know that. He's a dead man walking and he should be. Yeah. Um, and then Eric Bianami, he, he's grasping at a, a head coaching position. He's trying to power grab, I'm sure, uh, wanting to show off for Josh Harris. And then uh, the offensive players, they, they want to get theirs. Terry McLaurin, uh, you know, he can relate, by the way. I saw somebody put out the Terry McLaurin last year when he got called. Uh, in in a game that was a playoff, basically game for the Commanders then to get into the playoffs, and he, he even checked with the line judge if you guys remember and asked if he was okay, yeah, and he yeah. said yes. And then the the MF threw the flag on. That was egregious uh, compared to the the Tony thing. So, um, but yeah, I think Washington they are just put a fork in them. They're they're so done. I think they're going to give up a hundred points this week. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't see any way they come out of the bye week and, you know, like have things fixed. And, you know, we saw what happened when Ron took over the play calling against Miami. I mean, they hung a 45 spot on him and who didn't even play in the fourth quarter. Right. I mean, they shut that offense down and still scored almost 50. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not going to be good. Um, Collins, how about you? Anybody else besides you? You're singing Brownie's praise last week and check him out. He was the, the, the second quarterback. Uh, Jake Browning, I think, also, you know, definitely worth the worth the, worth the ad. I mean, I, I have a team that's in the bye, and I sadly lost Joe Burrow and uh, and been playing uh, QB carousel. And Jake Browning uh, actually is unavailable in the league, and I'm so bummed because I would be going after him. But thankfully, I have Stafford, but. Um, Stafford, Gardner Minshew, Flacco, and Browning are the only people I think worth, you know, yeah. taking a chance on in the playoffs. Yeah. No, uh, I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, switching over to, to RB, uh, there's a few RBs available. What do you guys think about the, the resurgence of Jarek McKinnon, uh, with Pacheco out? Are you guys, uh, you guys getting a little McKinnon fever? He's, uh, rostered, I think in about 40, yeah, 36% of leagues. He is available. What do you guys think about him in that offense? I think he's more of a full PPR guy. Like he's just, I don't think he's ever going to have the, the the obviously full running back carry role. You just hope that, you know, Mahomes finds him down near uh, the end zone. If he's not throwing to Kelsey, that he's hopefully he's throwing to McKinnon. Like you would like to have him uh, with a floor of like 10, 12, 13 carries, but I don't think you're going to get that. I think you're just going to, Hope that he gets there from the receiving game. I mean, I, I like having him as a piece. Uh, yeah. But I, I mean, it's not a, I don't think he's a guy that you're going to want to really lean on uh, in, in the fantasy playoffs. Like, he's right. nice to have. Right. And if, if you're really thin, he could be like a desperation type of play. Um, he got into the end zone this past week, but like, is that sustainable every week? Like, at the end of last year, it was. I just don't right. know if you see a repeat of that this year. I agree. And I think their team is not um, what they were anymore. Yeah. You know, I think it's hard to be the champ again. And they were in the Super Bowl, almost won two Super Bowls uh, in a row. And they lost, they lost, uh, they, they won two though out of three. So, I mean, th- this is, this is kind of no, Travis Kelsey is old, right? And uh, Tyree Kill is gone. And uh, Kadir's Tony can't line up on sides and Valdez Scantling can't catch the ball. And it's, it's, it's hard, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm not hoping uh, or uh, trusting in McKinnon. Um, well, well, anybody else that you're, you guys want to pick up? Uh, yeah, there's, okay. a, there's a couple people I think worth talking about. Um, how, how, how about this cakes? Is this, is can you relate with this? Like, I mean, you, you do this for a living. So, I mean, you're probably more dialed in than me. I just think it's weird when you, you play this, you know, I've been eight, eight redraft leagues like you know i do a podcast and then all of a sudden somebody like chase brown comes along and i'm like who's chase brown like i never never heard of chase brown like just did not know he existed uh and he just looks like you know this week's keaton mitchell like just boom like another guy that uh has so much speed and um you know the Bengals are Still a problem with Jake Browning on the center. Like Trying they've shown that. So um I mean Chase Brown to me is is I don't I think there's maybe one wide receiver that's maybe in the conversation for pickup of the week. Um, but Chase Brown for me, I think is the guy I'm most interested in. And then also if Josh Jacobs is out on Thursday, Zamir White, dude, like. I'm gonna put him in. I'm playing Zamir White if Josh Jacobs is out on Thursday. Yeah, and, and you know you made a perfect comp to uh, going back to Chase Brown. Is 
Keaton Mitchell, like the dude has explosive playmaking capability where he can bring it 75, 80 yards if he gets his hands on the ball. The problem is he doesn't have he, – he has to split with so many other guys. You know, like right. uh, Keaton Mitchell's got to deal with Gus. He's got to deal with Justice Hill. He's got to deal with Lamar, who's going to run for 60 or 75 yards. So, like, again, you like having that guy on your roster. You like the, his potential. But do you ever feel great about putting him in your lineup? You know, like I, I was considering putting Keaton Mitchell in this past weekend in one of my leagues, and it was it came down to him or Dustin Hopkins in a full PPR. And Hopkins is another one of these guys where it's like, I, I never know when to play that guy. I DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. yeah. You know, like because I don't like he's attached to Will Levis. Will Levis, and it's just hard to trust that. But it's also hard to trust Keaton Mitchell with the, the role that he has. Like, yeah. If, if Brown's role keeps expanding, then you're like, okay, we have something here. But if he only has eight or nine touches, it's hard to get there on, on that limited number of touches sometimes. But if, you know, if Jacobs is out and Zamir is in, he's going to get 20 touches. Right. Right. You love right. that. I mean, you, yeah. you love that sort of role and that sort of exposure. It's just – it's, it's about getting the guy who has the right usage and right role. And it's, yeah. it's, not, it's hard. It's hard to thread that needle sometimes. Right. And also Zamir is playing against the chargers who, man, oh my gosh, uh, Justin Herbert injured. We didn't even mention that. I mean, it's like the third story down uh, broken index finger. Is that what it was? I mean, yeah. that arms throwing hand, not good. Uh, you saw them struggle afterwards. Obviously when we went out, I mean, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, Eating sticks. His name is he eating sticks. He's eating sticks all night, man. Just on the ground eating sticks. So yeah. I just it's not good for that offense. I mean, even Keenan Allen takes a, a, a dent. He's dented, he's dented Allen now. So um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. That, that that team, I think they're ready to get blown out again, too. So you, is Amir White trying to get a bag you know he's second year player not really had a lot of opportunity this could be a game where he's like i'm just gonna run for the hills so yeah that's a nice little uh little watch for for sure um yeah running back wise i don't think there's really anybody else i i, I was looking to get maybe tyson chandler um deonta you know. foreman too looks like he like that's such an annoying backfield situation but he he yeah. sort of re-emerged as the guy again so it's the dumbest situation ever i hate that one watch Roshan Johnson be the guy next week, you know. I mean, Let's see. yeah, yeah. See that yep. that's that's another tough one because Justin Fields is the guy in that backfield, right? Right. right. You know, like, Justin Fields is, is leading that team in rushing. Yeah. So it, again, it's hard to like unless unless you tell me Deontay Foreman is getting twenty five carries, he's not a guy I want anywhere near near any of my rosters. Right. I, I've, I've done that experiment before. And I've chased, I've chased the few good Deontay Foreman performances. And then I always like stumble into the 15 carry or like 49 or 55 yards and doesn't score a touchdown performance. And no PPR points. So you, it's called the decimal yeah. back. You just move over his yards. You just take the, the point yeah, and yeah. just move it over to the mm -hmm. middle. Yeah, it's not good. No. All right. Um, I think those are the, the RBs. Wide receiver wise, uh, do you know Odell Beckham Jr. is rostered in less than 50% of leagues? 
Can you believe we talked about him last week? He was the number one get last week. We told people, we said, hey, go out and get Odell Beckham Jr. In our league, he scored 20 points, right? 20.7 points. We do have a bonus for going over 100, which he did not do. So I think that's probably what he scored in all leagues, right? Mm -hmm. 10 targets. Him and Zay Flowers both, 10 targets apiece. Uh, we, everyone has Zay Flowers roster, but Odell Beckham, uh, it, it, yeah, I, Collins, it, it is between Chase Brown and Odell Beckham. I'd rather have Odell Beckham. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 like, when you show me these ESPN stats, like, I, I want to know how many are 10-man leagues. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I'm shocked if he's still out there in any 12 or I mean, look, look how he's played this year, though. He's five, five, three, five, nine, zero. So he has come on 14, 12, 17, but six. So he's not um, I mean, if he's not getting a touchdown, he's only had one game over 100. So, you know, targets, you know, been low and the last five games he's he's improved. But uh, I mean, now. For them to play against Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, these three games, they're going to have to throw the football to him 10 times every single game. Homeboy's going to get 28 targets in the next three weeks. So I think he is a smash and grab if he's not available. Uh, too bad for you. But if he's available, go get him right now. Yeah, I'd say I'd say there's really only two more. Like Rashid Shahid is available in, you know, 80% of ESPN leagues. And, like, the cheat code Scrambler. with that is you just find out if he's playing zone versus man coverage because right. zone, he's just like he, he just eats teams alive. Uh, so if you got if you you, you got to do a little research, but uh, he's out there. Um, yeah, Curtis Samuel's close to that fifty percent. Then there's also look, Demarcus Robinson. The last two weeks has 15 targets over the last two weeks. So, I don't know. He's another guy I'm, I'm interested in. But these are all just, you know, like I mean, like you said, you're not, you not. You hopefully don't even have to start these guys. Just making sure your opponent can't get them. Yeah, right. you're just grabbing these guys and, and sticking them on your roster. And, like, it, if somebody gets injured during the week, you know, you could you can lean on. Right. I would never want to rely on Demarcus Robinson in the playoffs. But right. the fact that his usage is going up, I mean, it's definitely a good thing for him. And if you know, if you're really thin at wide receiver, you can throw a dart at him. I, I like the Odell Beckham pickup. Is if if he's still out there in leagues, so I'm, I'm guessing you know, with him going uh, double digits in four of the last five outings, probably not out there in a ton of them. But uh, I I would like him in the, in the matchup against Jacksonville at least this week. It might only be a one week more play after that because you don't want to. I think the next week is San Francisco. Is that correct? Yeah, but they're gonna have to throw the ball like a hundred times. That's so, like, true. They're it's probably game, yeah, game script. Like, you, you, he's gonna just get targets. So yeah. it might be five, five of ten for fifty yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, but I don't know. Um, let's transition a little bit quickly to his teammate Isaiah. Likely, he's available in forty uh, five. Only Rosberg, sorry, in forty five percent of leagues. So he's available out there, even though he was picked up last week. We t told you to pick him up. People are slow to listen, uh, but he was uh, was he tight end um, two this week or was he tight end one? I mean he he He's was up there. there. Yeah, I know I, mean, I know that he scored nineteen point seven points on my crab cake bench because I had <laughs> I had to rush I had to rush Dallas Goddard back into the lineup. But look, right. I mean that's if Dallas Goddard's going, I, I just feel like I got to get him back. I got to get right. him back on my squad. I can't. I can't just roll the dice with Isaiah Likely, right. and then I see him run like a crazy like wheel route. Right, <laughs> he's waving his hands, and Lamar just gets him run oh. wide open down the sideline. Right. Yeah, no, it was it was ridiculous, and uh, yeah, seven targets is what you like to see.
Yeah. That's that's um that's special. That's tasty. Yeah. No, it is an 83 receiving yards, too. I, I don't think he's Mark Andrews light or anything, but I think he's a top 10 tight end and must play kind of for the rest of the season if you are in that position. So whereas like, you know, somebody like Hunter Henry, I'm not interested in. I don't want him, but um, I'm, I'm interested in Hunter Henry, dude. I, like the bit I watched that whole sorry game on Thursday night and Billy Zappi was slanging. I mean, he looked fantastic. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it was just a, a flash in the pan game, but it didn't look like it. Like, no, I agree. It but it's like a, it's a touchdown dependent situation. You take twelve points away, he gets you seven points. So I'm not. I'm just saying. You know, Kansas City's good against tight ends. Denver, though, you want them against Denver tight end. That's where you want to play Hunter Henry against Denver because they're look, shitty. Unless you've got a top three or four tight end, there aren't that many of them. Like tight ends, a wasteland. So right. I've had Hunter Henry on at least one roster earlier in the season. But but like Scott was saying, he's touchdown dependent. If he wasn't going to you know find the end zone, you know he's he's not going to be one of these guys who's getting eight or nine catches in a game for the most part. Uh, but hey, if, if if you catch him at the right portion of the season and he goes on a touchdown heater, I guess you could do worse. Yeah. What what about Davis Allen here? He he filled in for Higby and he looked if good. Higby's out. Davis Allen is in play as well, dude. Yeah. Was looking his way throughout the game. So yeah, I mean I'm not snobby when it comes to tight ends, man. I don't care if I've never even heard your name. Like if you if you put up a performance like Allen did against the Ravens, you're mm-hmm. you're gonna get my attention. Now it's not like that with most it's not like that with RB or wideout, but the 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 talent pool is so shallow at tight end. Anytime anybody shows a pulse like that, you have to you have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's transition to defense. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot a lot of defenses out there, but there are a few that you can grab up for next week. Um, you know what? The ones jumping out at me is the is the Bears. The yeah. Bears defense since they added Montez Sweat. I it's swear been, to God, I'm, like, I'm playing them like a bunch of a bunch of the yeah. most important metrics. Like yeah. this weekend, yeah. I, I had the Lions defense in, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to play the Lions defense because they've been, you know, like leaky so, oil. Uh, and yeah. I think in Crab Cake, I considered picking up the Bears, but I didn't, and I should have. I should have yeah. just gone with with my tingle and picked up the Bears. I think they're 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 gonna make people happy if they pick them up. In the next few weeks, I'd have to look I and mean, see what I, their their matchups look like. like but the, people want to act like the Lions just you know shit the bed, and I, I credit the Bears defense. They've done. They've been. Yeah. It, there has been a change. Like an edge rusher in the NFL is a premier position, and it's just one of these pieces that when you add it, and then things start to click, right? And then you get Justin Fields back, and the offense is able to grind out more time on the field. All the things are just, you know putting them in a position where that defense, you know, like that's the lions. Like, I, I, I mean, uh, people want to think that the lions are just like, you know, you know, losing steam. And I, I, I think they're, you can certainly look at the last few games and see that, but I, I'm going to chalk that up to the bears have a good D. Like, I mean, I look at their, ne- their next three are at Cleveland, then Arizona, Atlanta, both in Chicago, like with, with potential bad weather, like, Arizona, they'll turn the ball over, and and Atlanta's offense is, for the most part, kind of dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like Bijan Robinson, I love his skill set, but it just it 
some some weeks it works, other weeks he's not utilized the right way. It's kind of weird. Like, like I think that Bears defense, you can grab them and play and not have to worry about, you know, like putting in waiver claims for defenses every week. You can just play them the next three weeks. I love that. I also the Broncos uh defense. Uh, the last kind of since week eight, 21 points, 18 points, 17 points, eight, eight against Buffalo, you know, which is a, a top offense. Detroit does have a good offense, but they're, they're not playing well right now. This is going to be a harder game. I think a lower scoring game too. Russell Wilson likes to kind of go slow with the ball. He did throw that long touchdown uh, to, you know, Cortland Sutton, your boy Collins, but it, it, it's, it's slow going. They're not fast moving. They're not the, the paciest. Um, and so, uh, Detroit could get the same thing happen to them in this other game where the, the other team just runs the ball down their throat part of the game and then dinks and dunks uh, with the receivers if Ju- Jerry Judy ever learns how to catch. Uh, that could happen too. So, uh, But uh, I-, I like them as a backup to the Bears. I think the Bears are a top pickup for the, the defenses. But then the Broncos, they're hanging around, and, and they're they're good. They're, they're a sound defense. So I'll tell you what. My defense for Elevate, and it's also defense on the waiver wire, is Atlanta versus Carolina. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah and they're out there. I think they might be in mind too. They're, they're, you, you just got to play the matchups, man. I mean, right. if you got a Carolina team that can't score, that you know the, the quarterbacks having obvious growing pains in, in his rookie campaign, that that's something that you have that you have to look at. Yeah, they played them in week one and they scored fourteen points. Uh, you know that uh, ever since then it's been slow going. Uh, mm-hmm. You know for for Bryce Young, but you know what are you gonna do? Nothing. You can do nothing. All right. Uh, that that was our uh, the wire segments. Uh, we're going to elevate, mitigate, eviscerate ourselves to elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. Uh, this segment, we like to tell you who you should start, sit, and just cut from your team um, and uh, get rid of because you don't need them anymore. Uh, so we'll start at, at the uh, quarterback position. Collins, I'll begin with you. Who are you elevating this week? I'm, I need to pull up my PFF. Get them a little bit behind, but you go ahead. Uh, you know, kick us off. Dude, I mean, the juiciest matchup of the week to me for a guy that, you know, you, you you get scared maybe to start but has just been coming on so strong is Jordan Love versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. You stole my guy, you son of a Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, great minds, bro. That, that, that matchup right there, uh, I think he's he's on the main slate too, so he could be he could be a good uh, a build for for the, the DFS segment. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay. They just, I, I think, I think, I think he is like literally the perfect quarterback for for this matchup. You know, with the way he's just been playing, coming on, um, his ability to throw the ball downfield, um, and if Christian Watson is healthy, um, and then they have really four wide receivers on that team. They have Romeo Dobbs. They have Dontavian Hicks Wicks, or, or Wicks. whatever that guy's name is. You know, um, and then Jaden Reed. I, they're they're, they're, that's a that's a quad right there. Yeah, I, I just love this. Forty passes, thirty-five passes, forty, forty-six. He's he's dropping back 54, 55, 45. He's throwing the football. Uh, he's dropping back. They can't rely on AJ Dillon. He's not effective. Uh, he's just not. He's a plotter. He's a big big guy. You know, he's Eddie Lacy two point So they're throwing the football to their faster wide receivers, which is such a better. Uh, you know, playing anyway. And and this is how they're going to play the next couple of games to, to try to get in the playoffs. That's the playoffs, you know? So, uh, yeah, no, I love this call. Um, and for stealing my guy, uh, touche, touche. Uh, Cakes, how about you? I know you've got a guy for sleeve. 
I'm going to go with the old guy, Joe Flacco, old man for Joe Flacco. I mean, dude is 38 years old and he's, I'm going to steal Mike's line. He's slanging it. Five touchdowns over the last two weeks. I mean, he's brought life to that, like kind of just a flagging offense. Got Njoku involved yesterday with two touchdowns. Like Njoku was living it like just shallow target depth with guys like PJ Walker and DTR throwing the ball. Joe Flacco doesn't doesn't give a crap. He'll just he'll he throws YOLO balls all over the place because he's he's almost 40. He doesn't care. Yeah. He rips it and he's got five touchdowns in two weeks. Like it's not a stretch to say he's been the most effective Cleveland quarterback this season. Yeah. Way more effective than Sean Watson. I know it's a limited sample size and I know that we were just hyping up the defense in the Bears that he's facing this week. But if you're in a pinch, I mean, and your quarterback's underperforming, at least grab Flacco off the wire and right. stick him on your roster. I'm not saying you have to start him, but uh, I, I, I don't want to face a team that just stumbles into Joe Flacco and starts him against me, and he throws for 310 and three touchdowns. No, the, the, both these teams, uh, their defenses uh, have played well, but they can give up the big plays. And so uh, Joe Flacco, that's all he wants to do is, is throw the ball downfield. He just wants the big plays. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I like this. Uh, let's let's jump to RB now, Collins. Who is your or actually I'll start since I did last time. Um, uh, you guys might might have heard of this guy before. Uh, he's a little guy uh, named Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, have you guys heard of Ezekiel Elliott before? Uh, <laughs> he he, he uh, outscored Tony Pollard last week. He scored more points than Tony Pollard scored uh, in his whole career uh, so far last week. Uh, that's what the kids were saying, but uh, Zeke is back with with no Ramondre Stevenson and with no quarterback on the Patriots. They're they're feeding him. They're 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 unleashing the Salvation Army feed me Zeke, which is the one you want, the touchdown Zeke. Uh, and, and he's you know I mean he didn't play tremendously great, but he's all greens. You know he's sixty nine overall, so and that's nice. Um, but I just think you're gonna have to play him now. He's gonna be getting so much volume, 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 volume. Uh, and the matchup, it's not a tremendous matchup. Uh, this week, uh, they're playing the Chiefs, but you know that they're just going to have to dink and dunk and throw the football to him. Like, that's what he's good at. He's good at catching the football. Uh, he's good at moving around and getting in space. So uh, I think Zeke is a is a start this week if you're playing. Yeah, I'll, I'll hop in with my running back that I love this week. I, I've actually loved this running back for many years. I've had like an unhealthy, borderline unhealthy obsession with him. He doesn't like this nickname. But I've called him this from day one. I like me some Antonio Gibson this week against the Rams. Look, the commanders suck. We all know it. We live in D.C. We've been subjected to it. Like, we know they're bad. But you know what else is bad? Brian Robinson's hamstring. So if his hammy is banged up, there's going to be more Chris Rodriguez. But there's also going to be more Gibby in a trailing game script. Yeah. He's already getting like four, five, and six targets per game. Like, I think that's going to get ratcheted up, sprinkle a few more rushes in there, and you've got a you've got a cheap like flex option that's probably just floating out there on the wire right now. I'm look, I'm not saying he's going to win the the your, your matchup for you, but in a full PPR especially, I mean, Gibby could probably might be able to give you twelve to fourteen points. Yeah, you take that out of your flex in a PPR. I, yeah. li- I like Gibby spot this weekend, especially if, if Brian Robinson doesn't go. 
Yeah. No, I, I like that. It's a sneaky way to get uh, some uh, uh, leverage uh, also in DFS. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and uh, you know, this week they did not play, of course, but let me go back to the season long. Yeah. Antonio Gibson, man, a little bit disappointing of his career so far. Yeah. He gave up being a wide receiver to be a running back. And then they're like, listen, we're not going to use you like a wide receiver running back. Like what? Like, yeah, we could, you had those skills like, you know, like DJ Moore kind of, but we're not going to do that. Instead, we're just going to, you know, not use you. And then he also fumbles. So that's a problem too. So the fumbling and then, you know, um, but yeah, you know, you see some receptions the last couple of weeks. He has had targets five, five, six, you know, four, five. I like that. Uh, and then in PPR in standard, you know, you don't play him. But in PPR, he has gone over, uh, you know, over ten points three out of the last four. So I think you're onto something here. I think in the negative game script, like all these matchups were, he's going to get some receiving yards and By you could get. Way. Here's how much I loved Gibby at the beginning of the season. Here, here's how much I got over my skis. I bet JP, one of the other junkies, I think it was a $5 bet. We don't do huge bets, but five or 10 bucks that Gibby would have a total of 900 combined rushing and receiving yards. Now that's not going to happen, but I I think he's going to have an uptick over the last, uh, over this last quarter of the season for the commanders. Yeah, he, he he needs to get uh 400 yards in the next three three four 100 yards free. I mean, what if he goes for 150 this game? I mean, yeah, Robinson's out. That could be in play this week because like yeah. Yeah, he hasn't really? broken one this whole season too, and he has that home run ability. So yeah, maybe maybe you win five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I I hope you do. I love JP, but um. I'm team cakes. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I, me, me and Mike always like talk about who our favorite junkies are and it's you. You're number one. Uh, I'll say Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate always. That. You shouldn't play, play favorites, but no, but you're number you, you've been our favorite for a long time. Uh, we, we do like EB and Bish and the rest of the, the group. So I don't want to, you know, slander anybody. People behind the glass too, you know, Cahill, the crew, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Matt Valdez, it, they're they're good people. Um, they are so, good people. No slander. No I do like your Gibson call. Yeah. Thank Colin, you. Colin, do you have an elevate? Did I miss your elevate? Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, and listen, it, it's scary. And uh, I said it last week and it didn't pay off. And Cakes okay. had already made the point that uh, when you're when you're playing this guy, you do have to worry about Gus Edwards. But I like Keaton Mitchell uh, week 15 versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, to me, he has moved into the RB1 role on that team. The volume wasn't there this past week, but the amount of um, snaps has been there over the course of like the last three weeks. And, uh, you know, his ability to just break one is always there. Um, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this game. Like this is another cool game in week 15 versus the Jaguars. Uh, and I think Keaton Mitchell – is going to be part of that offense. Like, you know, I think it's going to be a back and forth. Um, you know, the the Jaguars just coming off the loss. You know, they've got to win. And the Ravens are vying for the number one seed. So this, this I think it's going to be a good game. And I think Keaton Mitchell gets the ball. Like, well, I mean, as you start to look at things, you know, towards the end of the season from a fantasy angle, like, I, I, honestly, like, it's just, you have to think about what teams are going to do. and. The Ravens have to win this game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
think the one Mitchell's gonna get the ball. Like I think that the volume is gonna be bigger this week. Like they played the Rams last week, and honestly, that was the worst matchup for them. Uh, but, you know, their running defense is, is much better. Um, Jacksonville's mid, you know. So the kids, the kids say mid. Yeah. Now, I love that call. I'm with you. I played him in DFS last week. I got a little burnt, not going to lie, but yeah, I'll go yeah. back to the well. Uh, I mean, I will. I'll, I'll play him again this week, and I do think he has a better matchup um, in, in this one. So, all right, let's 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 jump to uh, wide receiver. And, uh, Mr. Cakes, I'll let you lead off. Who is your elevate this week at wide receiver? Somebody who maybe, yeah, go ahead. So I said maybe on the fringe, but, you know, you're, you're leaning in. Uh, this guy is a rookie. And he was turning a lot of heads in the preseason, especially got off to a slow start uh, in the regular season, but has turned it up recently. He is Keaton Mitchell's teammate. I'm talking about Zay Flowers, three touchdowns in his last two games. He gets that weak Jacksonville secondary next. And if Keaton Mitchell is the guy doing it on the ground, I know that Odell Beckham has trended up lately as well, but I think there's something brewing here between Lamar and Zay Flowers. Like he knows that that is his guy over the next three or four years that he's going to ascend along with. So they sprinkle him in the running game too, which is nice. You always like to see a rush here and there. You scored a rushing touchdown. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, I I really like Zay Flowers. I think he's going to have a big, big ending to the season. And I think uh, you really see it starting against Jacksonville. I love that call. I have Zay. Mike has Zay. We're all we're we're Zay Truthers between us yep. in every league that we are in it together. One of us has Zay Flowers on our team. I think Mike has three to two shares uh, to me. I think he out Zayed me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. But uh, we 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 played we played this week in a matchup, and Zay helped me beat him. So uh, you know, he yeah, knows Zay that. helped me beat you. Yeah, they help. Yeah, we each other. We're we're extremely gay for Zay. It's, it's <laughs> so gay. Out of the yeah, yeah. we love him. Yeah, so um, sell that on a T-shirt. Will you, you be? You know. <laughs> so I love be that a big call. seller. Oh sure, yeah. Just I'd model it out there for me. There you go. You know? Yeah, uh, Collins. How about you? Who are you? Who are you? Uh, you know, uh, grasping onto, lifting up into the elevate this week. So it is. It is uh, hamstring dependent, but I'm gonna right. I'm gonna stack up uh, Jordan Love with Christian Watson. I think if Christian Watson is on the field this week versus the Tampa Bay secondary, I, I just could. I, I just can't imagine a juicier matchup. Like, uh, I mean, that guy is such a burner. And um, I mean, Tampa Bay is is uh, what are they? Second worst in the league at defending the pass. I mean, in terms of rushing passing yards, yeah. The Chargers have given up three thousand seven hundred and five, and the Bucks have given up three three thousand six hundred and seventy seven. So the Bucks are just bottom of the barrel. Uh, and Christian Watson yeah, so much. Shitty, so many fucking passing yards. Sorry. What do you say? It's so many fucking passing yards. Like, right. I mean, they made Desmond Ritter and, and Drake London look like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it was just unbelievable. Right. So, uh, yeah, man. Wow. That is that's unfathomable, as you can say. If I, I saw, could... by the way, I was scanning through like one of my four or five Yahoo teams, and I guess I just forgot to put Drake London in my starting lineup, 
and I, I was scanning down and I saw him on my bench. I was like, oh my, I did, I did the Macaulay Culkin. Oh, oh, no. Couldn't believe what I'm reading. Oh, All right. The worst. I got to just segue. I just got to change. Have you seen Home Alone uh, yet this holiday season? Everybody here. Yes, uh, I have. I've not seen the whole movie. Probably a five to seven minute snippet. Okay, a little bit. Collins, have you watched it with your family yet? Your son, daughter? And yes. 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 Okay. All right. I, it, it, we watched one. We watched two. And then we went to go. Ellie's like, let's watch three. I was like, I don't think Macaulay Culkin's in three. We start to go watch three. He's not. I was like, no, we're not watching this bullshit. That's the like, yeah, 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 I was yeah, like, yeah, no yeah. way. We're out. I was like, Marv's not in this. Like, no. No, 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 no. You got to punt that away. Ma- Ma- you, know, you got to have Macaulay Culkin. You have to have Marv. Joe Pesci, you know. And they don't understand either. The whole time Joe Pesci's like smiling with his gold tooth. Right. I'm just thinking about him getting whacked in Goodfellas. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. thinking about Robert De Niro on the phone, you know, just mm-hmm. being like, hello? Hello? So mad outside that diner. So bad. It's all I'm thinking about when he's just like slipping on toys and shit. You know? Or, or in, in Casino with him and his brother getting beat with baseball bats in the corner. Oh, That's like one of the worst <laughs> scenes in cinema history. Oh my gosh, is it? <laughs> and so they make cool. him watch, you know what I mean? It's just like, I, I, oh, I, I don't want to derail it too much, but have you guys, I don't know how, the, the, you know, the internet just brings things up. And I just want to know if either of you guys have recently heard Joe Pesci's rap song, because that's all of a sudden Joe Pesci's rap song. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, the internet has decided to unearth Joe Pesci's Pesci's rap song in 2023. It's out there if you'd like to go find it. It is the worst song I've ever heard in my whole life. He talks about beating women. Yeah. Uh, and he raps, and that's all you really need to know. It's terrible. No, it's terrible. Yeah, but yeah, I'll just take your word uh, anyway. for it that it's horrible, and I I won't you know, subject my ears to it. No, no, it just might fly across your Instagram feed. That's how I found it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm losing it. All right, let's get back on track. So we're talking about elevate, mitigate, and abyss. Right, right now we're still elevating people. Uh, wide receiver for me, dude. Call me crazy, but you're talking about you know uh, Jake Browning doing better. I, I'm all about the the, the T Higgins now. I, I think T Higgins is back. I think you can play T Higgins. Before you could not play T Higgins. He was just kind of like you know injured. He was middling. Um, he's the third wide receiver on the team. You can see in points, not doing great. Not over a hundred points, but I mean he looked like he was back last week. So I think if you're going to go this week and, and and roll with him, you know he had four catches or two catches for four targets, seventy two yards. I, I think you're 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 hoping that this game. Uh, who are, who are they playing? I looked it up before. Uh, they're playing the Vikings. They're definitely going to have to pass the ball against the Vikings, and the Vikings are not good against wide receivers. So if you scroll down here, the Vikings are mid. They're they're twenty second against wide receivers. They've given up twenty two hundred yards, ten touchdowns, um, and so I think this is a good matchup for him and for them. And I think uh, you can uh, put him in your lineup this week. It's controversial, but my wife she's going to do it, and we'll see what happens. She's a test subject. <laughs> By the way, like anybody that watched that entire Raiders Vikings game yesterday, they sh- they should get paid back by the league. Like all oh the people that spent that game, they should get a full refund and oh maybe a little God. bit of, like carry on top, uh, over top what they paid for the tickets. Vouchers. To see that that game that game was on the red zone for a total of like. 
three minutes. You know, there's nothing to show. Three minutes too long. Yeah. That's yeah. Close. That, it was terrible. So, all right. Um, where where are we at for for tight end? Collins, I'll, I'll lead off with you. Who are you starting at tight end? Njoku. I mean, guy, he's plug and play now with Flacco, Backo. You know, just get <laughs> Njoku in the lineup. Yeah. Now he loves him some Njoku. It's not even a Joku. Uh, he's always been it for me though. I don't think I've ever not started him, but he did dip a little bit in, in that. Uh, you know, against the, the the Rams are not too bad against tight ends. Well, Isaiah likely let him up. Never mind. But still, yeah, I, I like that call. Uh, Cakes, how about you? Who you who you putting in for the tight end position? If you're desperate at tight end, which a lot of people are at this point, mm-hmm. I, I I really liked. I was I was impacted by what I saw from Davis Allen against the Ravens for the Rams. I mean, Stafford likes to lean on his tight end. If Higby's not there. Allen is your tight end du jour. Yep. And, and bonus, he gets to face the commanders. So that right. is, that's a, a little cherry on top for Davis Allen. And if you're if you're in a bind tight end wise, I mean it's a lock. He's out on the wire. I mean, you'd be able to get him. Um, yeah. He he could be worth the start, like a spot start at least again against the commanders this weekend. Yeah. Well, the Ravens are a top 10 defense against tight end, and he played well against them. Uh, you know, came up with the touchdown. So yeah, I like that. That's a good call. Like I said, the commanders are just mega tilting. So they're they're going down. They're just they're. I mean, they could lose by thirty points this week. So uh, I like that. Yeah, um, my guy. Uh, I do think I have a guy. Uh, yeah, it's Isaiah Likely. It's it's I'm likely to play Isaiah Likely against the Jags. Uh, you know, he he is just getting the target volume too. Um, and the Jags. Uh, they're not great against tight ends. They they are. Uh, the people who just brought you David Njoku uh, mm-hmm. by, uh, you know, two touchdowns. He just looked like he was, you know, OJ Simpson out there. No offense. Sorry. Uh, he was just killing everybody. You know? So <laughs> uh, I, I love that play this week. So that's where I'm going. All right. Uh, a, a quick defense that we need to, to elevate. Collins, I'll start with you. Who are you bringing up to the defensive ranks? This I already week? said it. Atlanta versus Carolina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Atlanta. All right. Uh, Cakes, how about you? I'm in lockstep with my man Cash. I'm yeah. a big bum hunter, and the Falcons get the 1 and 12 Carolina Panthers limping in to week 15. They've dropped six straight games. Mm. They're not even averaging 12 points per game in that span. Bryce Young is getting sacked all the time, 29 times in those six games. So it's it's just easy money to start the Falcons. I mean, and that's not a team that most fantasy players are gonna have right now or hold on to. I mean, they might get cut or they might just be sitting out there on the wire. Uh, I mean, I think they're gonna be a top two or three defense this week. I love that call. I love that so much. And uh, I think I'm I'm just looking at ESPN leagues, fifty percent of, of leagues, so you can get them. They're available. Uh, mm-hmm. They're on the table. That's excellent. Uh, for for me. I'm going to go because I think they're going to suck a lot is the, the, and you can see the commanders do suck a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. They give a lot of points. They get blown out. I think you can play the Rams defense. I think Aaron Darnold uh, is going to tackle, you know, our our guy, Sam Howell several times um, uh, repeatedly, repeatedly and repeatedly. And that's going to segue into uh, mitigate and your guy cakes. Who are you mitigating this week, by the way? Cause I saw your note. You just mentioned him, Sam Howell. Like it's it's not sustainable right now for Sam Howell to keep getting there by rushing. And the the passing touchdowns have dried up. 
And you mentioned Aaron Donald. Like, he's going to be hunting Sam Howell from the start of the game to the finish. Look, I I like most of what I've seen from Sam Howell this year, aside from his propensity to give up sacks. Has he thrown a few more interceptions than I would like? Sure. But he's he's basically a rookie uh, getting his first real dose, his first 16, 17, 18-game full season exposure here in the NFL. Those guys are going to throw picks, uh, but he, he's just hard. To, he's hard to count on at this point. And I know that, you know, people in the middle of the season, they were they were riding that magic carpet where he's giving you 23, 25, like 30 point performances. Yeah. I just don't see that happening against this Rams defense. No. I think be trailing, and they'll still throw the ball a ton. That's what is in the enemy's DNA. It's what he loves to do. Um, I, I would try to find a way to get away from Sam Howell this week. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, I think the next three weeks, if you have Sam Howell, you're not going to win. You gotta just quit. Uh, no, find a new quarterback because you got, you know, the Rams, the Jets, and San Francisco. Oh, and Dallas, in case you're doing like one of those weird double uh, championships. If you do one of those double championships weeks, oh, my gosh, I hate those. I mean, week 18, no one does that. You're a loser. Sorry. Yeah, if, you're, if you're playing any sort of fantasy in week 18, I, I disrespect you. I don't even like playing DFS. It's such a wild drop <laughs> derby, you know. So, uh, all right, Collins, who's your QB? Who you're sitting this week? Uh, dude, I, I'm might be sitting him every game in the fantasy playoffs. Is Tua? I do not oh, like his matchup versus Tua. the Jets. Me too. Um, yeah, second second best um, in terms of least amount of passing yards given up, and and second best in terms of passing TDs. So bad matchup. We, we saw this. He turned the ball over three times last game against the Jets. Uh, quarterback uh, rating of like you know 69%. And then he only scored 13 fantasy points. I think only Tyreek and uh, Mostert eight. And that was only late in the game when Mostert kind of ran for a touchdown up the middle. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. He's he's my sit, too. Uh, and I think the Jets, even though they suck, I think they're going to be a tough, tough to kind of – I think it will not be um, uh, as uh, – I, I think the Jets can win the game, put that way. I think they can actually win this game. So I like what Zach Wilson is doing compared to, you know, Boyle McPoyle from Sunny. It's always Sunny was on their starting roster. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I can't believe McPoyles are gross. They're just flat out gross. What the hell, man? Change your name and just fix it. <laughs> I just can't watch the games with you on there and your name. I just, I'm just grossed out. So um, I think. Zach Wilson, you know, I, I saw a bunch of memes of, you know, him trying to like kick get Cokes backed into the game by Robert Sala, and they were just like, he was like, no, I don't want to go back. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to play anymore, Dad. It was so funny. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm sitting I'm sitting uh, uh, to it as well. So I uh, what what about uh, RB uh, Cakes? We'll start with you. Where are you RB uh, sitting? Uh, it pains me to bring this guy up because he, uh, he he did so well for one of my teams early, and it's just been just been hemorrhaging of late. DeAndre Swift, his targets have just gone, just just disappeared. Uh, back in mid October, he had ten targets in the loss to the Jets. Since then, he's had three, three, two, three, one, six, and zero yesterday. Uh, he's three straight games, no touchdowns. Wow. Uh, I wouldn't cut him because in week 16 and 17, he gets to face the Giants and the Cardinals, so he could be viable then. But I wouldn't trust him in the game at Seattle. It's like every time I'm looking up at the screen, I'm like, 
That's not DeAndre Swift. That's Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. That's not DeAndre Swift. That's Kenny Gainwell. And, right. And you know the touchdowns are going to be hard to come by unless he scores them from outside the 10-yard line because you know yeah. that once you get inside the 10 or, God forbid, inside the 5, that he's not getting the ball. So right. uh, I'm mitigating DeAndre Swift. That's an easy one. I love that. That's a bold call, and that's somebody who, like you said, has kind of led you to the promised land here, double-digit, double-digit, you know, double-double, double-double, yeah, yeah. double-double. Oh, bad week. Now you're saying, oh, what's going on? I can't sit DeAndre Swift. You can, and you should. I- yeah, I'm with you. I definitely can. Yeah, Collins, how about you? Who, who's your RB that you're sitting this week? Yeah, I like the call, Cakes. That's a, that's a, t- a tough sit. Uh, I'm going to sit Kenneth Walker versus Philly, um, you know, the other side of the game. I, I don't like uh, Zach Charbonnet's usage now. It seems to be like a 50-50 split between the two. Um, and meanwhile, Philly is the best versus the run in the league. So um, even though Tony Pollard – eight that's a different offensive line right you know so i I don't want i'm gonna sit kenneth walker if he's on my squad this week yeah yeah no i think that's a good call uh you know you might not like this collins because i know this is your boy but uh you know and 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 stop me and and tell me what you think but uh javante walker uh the lions are really good against the running backs like that's that's kind of what they do right now they don't do a lot of other good things um, but they ranked they ranked third against running backs. Uh, they've only given up 800 rushing yards and eight touchdowns, uh, which is excellent. Uh, no receiving touchdowns. And so, I, you know, for me, I, I know it's not a, a popular call, but uh, Javante Williams, I, I don't think that this is a game where he's going to score a touchdown. I think they're going to to limit him. And so, um, you know, it's 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 risky. He's been good. He's been better the last. Couple I mean, weeks. honestly, he hasn't been that good. I'm with you. Like he, yeah, dude, he's yeah, better, he scored his first touchdown this past week in like two years. Didn't they say something like? I was like, yeah. oh, it's that first rushing touchdown. Yeah. yeah, he's been better though. I mean, it's it's hard to you know when someone's trending upwards just to go halt the brakes on this guy. You know, turn 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 the car around. But you know, I like that. I love love OAR. You know, I wasn't even planned either. So, but I mean, he scored 18 points, 10, 10, 18. So he's trending up, but I think the touches are trending up too. But I just think against the Lions, uh, I think it's going to be a tough game. I think Detroit uh, is going to, you know, kind of rely on, uh, you know, what they always do their their dual headed running back system and and, uh, Amon Ra. And I think they're going to, you know, make it a game. And I think, you know, they might have to pass the ball a little bit more and, uh, you know, he, he gets three or four targets. That's not a lot. Uh, you know, they got little McLaughlin in there. Uh, yeah, he, he gets targets, you know. So I, I uh, think I think Javante is going to be a guy that next year is going to be a tremendous value in drafts because people are going to – like you, you just had his box scores up. Like I don't even think he's come close to over 100 rushing yards in a game this year. No, I know no, he gets under the gun receiving – uh, but look, sometimes it takes those guys with the major knee injuries like two seasons to really come back. So I yeah, had him on one of my most important teams, and he underwhelmed to the point where he I didn't even play him like the last few weeks. He's just hard to trust. Like, do I really yeah. want another eight or nine points out of Javante Williams? Like, I can do better. You know what I yep. mean? Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, w- wide receiver. Uh, Collins, let you jump in there. Well, who are you sitting this week? It's it's tough to sit a wide receiver. You know? It's tough to sit a wide receiver. So you know, if, if you can sit this guy, sit him. But um, 
Yeah, it's it's the, it's the same thing as Javante Williams. It's like uh, just so underwhelming, and just I don't like the matchup for Calvin Ridley again Ooh. this week. You know, Ooh, I sat um, last week, kids, and that was not a bad call. So not a bad call, and he got a bunch of targets. So, um, but if if I can, I'm I'm not. You know, I I, I mean, unless he just beats that really awesome secondary, I, I just see this game being um you know uh, more underneath and more clock management and um if he gets in the end zone then i'm wrong but i just yeah. I, it's, it just seems so dicey with him right yeah in week 15 yeah first I, mean, the Ravens. I mean look he's boomer bust it, it, that's all you can say he is dfs worthy only uh if you're in your fantasy playoffs you cannot trust him uh against baltimore and in Baltimore, it's going to be cold. Probably going to rain. Baltimore always rains here in Maryland. Whenever they're, the Ravens are playing on a Sunday, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's raining. Are the Ravens playing? <laughs> yeah, it's raining. Ravens are playing. Uh, Commanders, too? Okay. All right, fine. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like that call. Um, uh, what, what about you, Cakes? Who are you sitting at, at, at wide receiver this week? Okay, let me just full, – full disclosure, I have to give a disclaimer here. You can okay. only do this if you have a loaded wide receiver room. Okay. But I don't love Jalen Waddle next the next two weeks. Now he'll probably have a nice stat line tonight against an awful Titans secondary. But his next two matchups are against the Jets and against Dallas. And then if you make it to the fantasy finals in week 17, wait, God intended it, not in week 18, week 17. Yes, play in Baltimore on New Year's Eve. So he's no. His schedule it probably will be raining while, no. while uh, the ghost of Dick Clark is dropping the ball in uh, New York City. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, his his matchups are really rough. Brutal. And look, we all know the superstar in that offense is is Tyreek. Now, do you have three, two or three receivers better than Jalen Waddle? Probably not. But right, if somehow but. you do. You you might want to uh, show him that seat on the bench. I know it's risky, and I know he's you know like. He's a mid-level number two wideout with potential to be more, but I, don't, I hate the matchups for him going forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think that's a bold call. I'm going to echo your bold call, and I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say sit Adam Thielen. Uh, and, and the the reason is is that you know not that he's not going to get target volume. He did. He got volume last week. He's playing Atlanta, and uh, you know Atlanta's really good against wide receivers. Uh, how good you say, Scott? Uh, they're third best. Uh, they're the opposite of Tampa Bay, right? They hold Mike Evans down. Mike Evans didn't do shit against them. Now they got a slot receiver issue there with Godwin a little bit, but not really. Um, so they're under 1600 yards, uh, or under 1700 yards, around 1625, uh, 11 touchdowns. I, I just think Atlanta's defense is going to make a difference in this game. And so, uh, if you got Adam Thielen, I don't think, I think, like you said, Atlanta's the, the defense to play this week. And I think Thielen, uh, his first game against him, he really didn't do anything. Uh, if I go back to his game, I think he had like two catches for for two points. And so they were all over Thielen. They, they knew that he was their best player, and they didn't want him to burn them. And so, yeah, in his first game, let's see what he did. He did, yeah, two targets, 12 yards. So um, And the targets have been going down for him recently, too, yeah. man. Like, it's, yeah. it's concerning. It's bingo season over there, buddy. It's, uh, yeah. For sure. Seven, six, three. He's not getting 13, 14, 13, 11. He's cut in half. You add these up and they're getting that. So, 
yeah, he, he's a he's a mitigate for me. Uh, tight end, I'll lead, and this is a crazy thing to say because I have him. Trey McBride against San Francisco is is scary. Uh, I I can't trust him. It's um it's something we've seen before. Actually, he played against San Francisco already this year, and so you, you we already have data. And even though McBride has been a top you know five ten tight end this whole year, uh, when he went up against San Francisco, he had one one reception for five yards. So um. Yeah, I, I don't. It's hard to sit him for sure. I don't, I have him. He's he's 22, 21, 25, You know, but then also he's playing against San Francisco, and that's you know a, a beast team. So, uh, what do you guys think? Am I crazy to sit him You're now? You're crazy. I'm not sitting him. Okay, baby right. Gronk. Okay, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm crazy to sit him. You know? Yeah, it, it would be hard to sit him with with his recent production. Um, here's who I'm sitting. Gerald Everett. I can't trot him out with, as Scott liked to call him, eating sticks, uh, throwing him the ball on a short week. I just can't, I can't rely on him. And, and look, he's, he's a guy that you had to pick up in the last few weeks. If like for me, me, for example, I had Taysom Hill. I was, I was riding that roller coaster and it was, it was a fun ride until, until his, his foot gave out on him. And I was like, I got to pluck Gerald Everett off the, off the wire, but I, I, I can't do it with, uh, eating sticks, throwing in the ball. Like that, no. you have to be able to find something better. Five receptions for 39 yards. That's like, that's regressing. That's not good. Uh, and every time, by the way, I saw him, he was getting pummeled. He right. he was just getting destroyed out there. Like he doesn't know how to like dodge it. Dude takes it on like a transformer. The end of the episode, you're like, stop. You got a whole other half of the game to play. So, and shocker, he's questionable. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right, I won't sit, baby Gronk. You've talked me back off the ledge. Also, because I've got Dalton Kincaid, and he's getting you know Dawson Knox to again. So you know it's it's a situation. All right, we got to get we got to get uh, to our, our defenses real quick. Um, I, I'm I'm not playing the Bills against Dallas or Dallas versus the Bills. I think uh, both those Dallas. I'd rather play Dallas than the Bills defense. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think J- Josh Allen. I think he he is going to present a problem in this matchup. I think it's a high scoring game too. I don't think it's going to be a twenty to seventeen game like the Bills just played against the Chiefs. I think for the Bills to be successful, they are going to have to score a lot of points to beat Dallas. I think this is going to be like a 35-28 game. I think Cowboys win, um, but uh, I think it's in Buffalo, so that would be kind of a, a big upset. Or I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen the line yet, but that would kind of be you know a little bit of a shocker. But I think Cowboys do win this game. But I think it you know you you, you just can't play their defenses because. It's going to be too much. It's too much, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm going to sit Philly's defense, or I'm just going to cut them because they they've just been yes. destroyed over the last two weeks, and I can't I can't gamble on them flying all the way out to Seattle primetime game. I mean, who's to say that Geno and or Drew Locke can't carve up that defense the way that they've been taken apart over the last two weeks? Like I don't fall into the trap of. Brand name defense. They were good at one point. I'm going to keep trotting them out. No, no. I'm looking for the for the better matchup, and I, I just can't I can't trust Philly's defense right now. I mean, they've been negative three out of out of six weeks. That's bad. Yeah. The, the yeah, sacks yeah. are not there anymore. Look at they, they were the sack leaders. They had like 72 last year. Mm-hmm. They're not breaking 30 this year. I mean, maybe 35, but I mean, it's not good. They half their sacks. Uh, and all I hear is about Jalen Carter and how amazing he is and stuff and all he does and everything. he They don't, they're not sacking the quarterback. They're not stopping mm-hmm. anybody, you know? So yeah, 
I, I'm with you. Collins, who are you uh, mitigating or eviscerating at this point? Hey, I guess. I'm not playing Minnesota versus uh, Jake Browning in the Cincinnati offense. I don't, I don't like the matchup this week. Even though Minnesota has really been a sneaky good defense uh, as of late um, and had another good performance this past week. Um, they're at Cincinnati, and I just think that this is the kind of game where the, the, the Josh Dobbs-led Vikings – potentially minus Justin Jefferson um, just are not able to do anything offensively um, and their defense just continues to be on the field and Jake Brown and carves them up. Yeah. T Higgins uh, elevate. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And uh, eviscerate is now coming. And uh, I mean, dude, I think in real life, uh, the, the Kansas city chiefs need to eviscerate Kadarius Tony. Like they need to eviscerate him. <laughs> they need to do that. Will Ferrell in Austin Powers, where they come and they're like, "Hey, come sit down at this table," and then they push the button, and then he or they need to lean or, into the lean. Like maybe he needs more lean. Like or like just ply him with lean. Just lean him. Yeah. Now, uh, anybody else? You guys are eviscerating uh, this week. Anybody? You guys? Yeah, are I'm. Um, I'm ready to eviscerate the Steelers' defense. I mean. There's no other way to put it than they're just – they're frauds. I mean, they've had it shoved on them in back-to-back weeks by the Cardinals and the the lifeless Patriots offense. It's like yeah. Bailey Zappi looked like Joe Montana in that game <laughs> in prime time. Like he, was, he was like surgical taking apart that defense. Like – I had I had the defense against Arizona. I was like, well, they're going to bounce back against the Patriots. They look even worse. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. I don't know what's going on with Tomlin and that defense. You cannot start them. Well, they have no quarterback. Mitch, I wouldn't yeah. start them the rest of the season. No, you got to eviscerate them. They're done. It's over. It's over, Johnny. They're still rostered though in eighty six percent of leagues. That see, Collins, people. It's not ten man leagues, dude. This dude, is this it's, real. It's brand, that's classic. People falling for oh Steelers always traditionally tough defense. Just fall yeah. like they're falling for it. Don't fall yeah. for it. No. Don't do it. No, I'm with you, Collins. How about you? Anybody you're eviscerating? Um, Josh Dobbs. Bye. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's been. Yeah, what do they call him? A space astronaut or something? Yeah, yeah. astronaut. Astronaut. Yeah. Well, he's getting. He's. I know it means like he's passing the ball and he's an astronaut, but that sounds kind of like you know religious. I think he's you know getting deposed. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not good. Uh, yeah, it was, look, it was a nice story for a few weeks, but he's Jover. What he's a train wreck! This turn back into, into. Pumpkin. right, right. It was After like this most beautiful NFL story that just crashed, fell right. off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Four interceptions against Chicago was not good. That was got to lose your confidence. If, I mean, if at any point you get replaced for Nick Mullins, right? It's near the you're near the end of the line. All right, that's like getting replaced by a Miller Lite. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We've been here too long. Uh, let's jump into the one contest. Like I said, I'm kicked out of the Al Smizzle um, contest. I'm a baller now. You're too good, man. Too you're, good. You're, you're, so you're too skilled. Apparently, so let's build a millimaker lineup and win a million bucks and then have to defraud the yeah, government. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, do, do you want to just go Matthew Stafford against them commanders? Because we talked about him. Oh, yeah. He's only $6,000. I mean, yeah, that seems, I mean, I think that's stealing. That's just, yeah. just it's, now it's, I think he'll be chalky at that price, but who, who cares? cares? Yeah. Like if it's good, if it's good chalk, give me the, give me the chalk. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I want to go Cooper cup and, uh, I want to, I, I mean, what, or Puka, who do you guys want to, I mean, we could pick them both. We could do something different. Um, we don't have to get them both. Start with Puka. Start with Puka because he's cheaper, and let's see who we can build with. Like, okay. like, like okay. saving a few bucks. Yeah. Start with Puka. Now, is there um, anybody on the commander side that you want to run it back with? Like, I, I know I professed my love for Gibby earlier, but let's I see mean, what his might, price is. Yeah, I mean, okay. you get the full point PPR in DraftKings, so he could be kind of tantalizing. He's fifty-two. He's 52. Um, let's see if there's anybody cheaper than 52 who, no, 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 no. I mean, now you're getting this real dregs. No, let's, let's put him in for now. You can put him in here. Yeah. I okay. mean, yeah, we're not setting it in stone, but put no, him no, in no, and no. see what happens. Yeah. And Collins, you can, you can kibosh. We've got, um, oh, Elliot, I mean, Elliot Price down Zeke at eight, sub six thousand is kind of jumping out at me right there. Yeah, yeah. Think about also, that James Cook, I know it's a, he's going against the top defense there, but his role has been crazy since Brady took over as the offensive coordinator. There. I love, dude. I'm all about James Cook, man. Like, I I think he's just, I think he's a lock and load. Like that that price is just going to keep going up because yeah, he's not he's not scared away by the Dallas defense. And that, I think that he, I probably think just, keep his ownership low, I would guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, his price is not that high either. If you look at it, it's been 63, 61, 62, 6, and then 63. So um, we can put him in, and, and he'll not – both these guys will not be rostered. That'll be nice. So no chalk. We don't have to worry about any chalk now. There's no chalk alert. Um Let's go pick a cheap D. We like to just go find something down here. We love Atlanta. Atlanta. Remember, we love that. We love the Falcons. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Gonna, oh, they're not too bad either. They're only thirty. I mean, they're. they're I'll, play that. I'll pay for yeah. that. Yeah, we'll yeah, pay for that. Cheap, I think, on running backs. Yeah. Well, sixty-three is mid, but price-wise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go check the tight ends, and then we can figure out the the two other wide receivers in our, our flex situation. Um. There's your boy Allen. If he does play, he's 33. Super cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, he, and he pairs up with Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's that makes sense right there. Right. You're just playing. You're playing the uh, the 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 stack attack. He gets a touchdown. You play. Yeah. Okay. We'll put that in there for now. Uh, and that leaves us with 18 hunch for three positions, which is good. It means we can go a little sexy with wide receivers. So um, where where do we want to go? In in here, it's hard. It's hard not to look at Debo Samuel uh, at Arizona. I don't know, Same boys. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all about Debo. Like every week. Like, yeah. I don't think I stop. Are Are you team I'm, Debo? I'm, I'm totally cool with Debo there. Like okay. Arizona gives it up. Like the, I mean, the Niners should score like 28 or 31 points, and if they get to that number, Debo is going to have a hand in it, no doubt. The last three weeks, 22, 38, 37. Sexy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's the only way to describe it. And, and I mean, he's priced up, but uh, he should he should have been up in this range for a little bit a while ago. So, all right, 
So we can still go if we find like a garbage wide receiver. We can still go like go seven down in the threes and let's see who's down in the threes. Yeah. <laughs> now, we can, now we're bargain basement shopping. I mean, Michael Gallup has come on. We could do somebody like that who might get some some run in that game in a back and forth game. Um, your boy Tony's thirty. No, <laughs> Tony, hundred bucks above stone minimum. Right, right. I mean, for for me, it, it might it might be. Uh, I mean, if we believe Powell. in a redemption story, then I right. Don't know. I don't. I do. Go not. up higher. Go up higher. Let's see who else. Let's just see. What about Demarcus Robinson? I mean, that's an onslaught. Like, that's too many. That's too many at this point. Yeah. I mean, do you want a Demarcus Robinson? Because you, I mean, at, I mean, let's put Cooper Cup in and see if we have enough money to actually do that. Because that's an onslaught. Twenty eight hundred. Then, then that's a super that onslaught. We can't. We can't. No, do we can't. We can't flex. Yeah, we got Allen out and change Allen. Like I'd rather. Right, I'd rather right. Punt. At tight end, you want to go onslaught? I'm down with an onslaught. It's not, it's not an onslaught. It's just I it's mean, just Luca and Cup. That's it. It's just those two. You don't have to have the the tight end in. In a big tournament, an onslaught is a good. It, it, it's not a bad. It, it's not a bad game theory like mode to to play in a big tournament with an onslaught. Plus, we're gonna have low owned Gibson and Cook if if right. we stick with that. Then yeah, we have we have, we have a pretty differentiated lineup from the looks okay. of it. Okay, I'm okay with it. Uh, and and if it, the only issue is if Higby comes back on, we'll have to we'll pivot. Um, we have 2800, which means we're gonna have to put another tight end in. Well, that's what uh, I'm saying. Is like go. All right. All right. How much do we have? 60, 60, 61. So do do a do a scrub tight end. Like let's see if we can find a 2500 tight end and do do Demarcus Robinson as the flex. Okay. They do have all three. So but we no, I took out. Oh, I took out Cooper Cup. I didn't know. I thought you were trying to free up space. I I misunderstood. Okay. I don't I'm think I want... if we're gonna go on slap, why don't we just do all three wide receivers? Like, oh, so do Cup, Nakua, and Demarcus Robinson? Yeah. Why not? That's that's fine. Okay. I mean, Hold on. Wild, get the market but... cornered on the guys catching the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the only thing that's going to screw us is if Kyron Williams erupts. Right, right, right. If that right. happens, then we're dead. But right, right. Okay. We're willing to take that chance. I mean, of course, Kyron. Right, right. Twenty five hundred. Is that right? Yeah. Is there, is there anybody we could play at twenty five hundred? Tight end wise. Um, <laughs> Tommy Tremble. I don't know, bro. This looks like no. a <laughs> drawing <laughs> pretty thin. This is, this is Let's so reconfigure here. Let's reconfigure. Yeah. Get, wow. get out. Get out. I'm out. I'm out. Cup's too expensive right now. Yeah, he's done. I'll go back to Allen. I like that. That was not that was not too scary. Right? Yeah. That was okay. I like yeah. the correlation. Now for for I mean, if you really wanted to get crazy, we could go uh Ayuk. No. Or okay, no. Who does all right? Who does who does who does a champ play oh, next week? What about what about what about our boy Romeo Dobbs? If there is no, uh, oh, yeah, he's not. He's out, so he's forty eight hundred. So he's I mean, out. You could just sub out like you could sub out Jaden Reed if we leave a uh, hundred bucks in. Okay, you know what I mean. Okay. 
So and we got we can also put so buy, in, who's at fifty seven hundred. I was gonna say you could also put in Curtis Samuel if you wanted another piece of the commanders right. along with yeah. Gibson. You could okay. sub you could too. Uh, it's just you know, I'm thinking out loud. We don't have to do it. It's oh yeah. So he could be so we could we could pivot to Curtis Samuel. You could take out Watson and put in Samuel. If we want to sub out Watson. Yep. Okay, so we, we have some pivots if we need to. If okay. he does not, yeah. Okay, so with fifty eight hundred, we'll keep keep a little bit. We'll try to do fifty seven hundred, right, Collins? Is that what you're saying? If, so we if, could. Do, if you do, want, then we could do Jaden Reed or, or only Garrett Wilson versus Miami. That's the only play at fifty eight hundred. That's juicy. Or flex though. Maybe, maybe there's flex. Hold on, let's see. Kittle, Garrett Wilson, Zeke. I mean, I like Zeke's, role, Zeke's role is absurd. Like Zeke's gonna if Zeke catches seven or eight passes. Yeah, he did last really trailing in the game. I like, mean he has the same role this week as he had against the Steelers. He's gonna score 30 points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm down with Zeke. I, yeah, I'm down with Zeke too. We talked about him before playing him. So this is definitely a totally crazy Millie Maker lineup, too. Right? Like it is it's got correlation. It's got run back. It's got upside. It's got craziness. It's got defense. I like it. Updated. All right. Uh, we can't keep cakes here forever. This is vacation. He's trying to enjoy himself. So uh, let's go. Well, to- I'm, I am enjoying myself. I'm having a good time hanging out with you guys. Thank you. We, we, we love you. Like this is like one of our favorite things that we, we get to do. Like, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about this for a lot. We'll, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk a, a lot. lot. We'll talk a bunch about it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Collins, I'll let you start off and then I'll, I'll bring okay. in. Hey, didn't you tell me? Um, man, I didn't know which one to pick because so I'll just pick this one. That's what I hear. That one. Yeah. Uh, I figured this is definitely old school junkies right here because I, I remember listening to you guys talk about it. I right, just press play and, and and listen to this. This is uh, Rex Ryan talking about Kadarius Tony's mishap. Should be on. And this guy right here, line the heck up. All right. And I'm sorry, he he should be on side. Hey, hey guys, <laughs> the fact that Rex said it's a toe. He it's a toe I don't like. Right. So like, what did you say? I just said this is a toe I don't like. Toes, <laughs> uh, I like you know I like toes. I don't like this toe. Like, come on, I'm on freaking for you know uh, I like toes. There is no way for us to do a serious show. Go there, Rex. This is not the moment for it. I I know, hey, hey, all right, Kadarius Tony. If you turn Rex against feet, you a bad man. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I, I barely remember that. I remember listening to the junkies, and there was something like, was it he's like into like he's like a feet guy or something? Yeah, I was going to fetish. I, yeah, 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 fetish. yeah, like I, I think it I think that came out like when the Jets were on hard knocks or like at, like a few years after. I can't remember exactly why that came out, but the New York Post did a hundred articles about like him having a weird foot fetish with his wife. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, they, like they, they, they find like he had like a like a secret like uh back page like thing. Going I can't on. remember how the how it got out. I don't know if it's something that we, that he talked about that he just offered up and that they, they ran with it. I I don't remember the genesis of it. It was just a weird thing. Like, <laughs> like somebody, somebody's fetish is so out there in public. 
and, and then Wes Walker for the uh, New England Patriots said feet or toes like 17 times in the press conference the next right, week. Right, yeah, right, he was right, dropping innuendos right, right. everywhere and just, yeah. you know, um, really tucking in. So I, that was, it was a fun little news cycle. Um, speaking of a fun little news cycle, Pat Thorman, shout out Pat. I love Pat. Um, he, he said, this is from Cakes here. He yeah. says the, the Browns paid Deshaun Watson $6,571,429,000 per TV pass seven this season. So far, they're paying Joe Flacco $37,664 per I mean, TV I, pass five. I just, I just love how that just makes Jimmy Haslam and the Browns ownership just look like utter buffoons for handing over that ridiculous contract to Deshaun Watson. And they, they grab a guy off his couch who's nearly 40 years old. And he, you know, in, in a, albeit a small sample size, he's, he's looked better than Deshaun Watson. The, the, you know, the guy that couldn't wait, the guy that couldn't wait to have it and lavish with all this money. Um, it's just a, an awful look for the Browns, but Hey, they're, they're in the playoff spot right now. They're contending and give them credit for signing Joe Flacco when a team like the Jets, could have had Joe Flacco all season. And they had attention. Yeah, they had him before, right? They had Joe Flacco. I know. So, all right. The, the last story we we have not talked about, but I'm going to tuck in because Mike's got one and I've got two. Is that uh, that in cakes? I'm sure you heard about this over the weekend. Uh, it came out that in 2019 uh, during a, yeah. a, a pregame speech, Sean McDermott uh, basically praised the 9/11 hijackers as an efficient team you know putting the game plan together uh and so collins put this one out there it says sean mcdermott is showing the bills this picture every time out right now. i mean it's like, the whole mcdermott for you just like, like, that's really that's really the example that you're going to use to get your team fired up to praise you know a, a, a terrorist group like it's just bizarre Right, now that picture is bizarre too. Uh, <laughs> well, that's Twitter. I mean, the internet. Yeah, I mean, that's the classic Twitter. You know, bottom of the bottom. <laughs> now that's funny. This this video is making me laugh. Yeah, and then this is the this is the this is my my favorite one right here. This is from our guy Chuck. It's if you don't know Chuck, he is he's hilarious. This is. Um, this is Sean McDermott in a Bills player meeting. This is just so great. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I don't know why I paused. Are we having fun tonight? Having a great time? Hold on. Oh, what the hell? Come on. Oh, Let's start it again. Let's start it again. All right. Got a lag. Lag. Come on. Something's going on. Oh, good. Thanks. Yeah. Where were you on September 11th? No, God. <laughs> I don't know what the lag's about. I'll take you to watch it like this. Yeah. Having a great time. Oh, good. Thanks. Yeah. Where were you on September 11th? <laughs> Will Farrell asking him where he's been on September 11th. So I have, I have to watch that episode. I, I have not seen that one. It's very funny. So, well, with all that being said, uh, we do love you, Cakes. Thanks for, for being really. Honestly, the inspiration for this show, no joke. Um, if you don't follow him, you should. He has way more followers than me and Mike do. 
Uh, you know, he is money. So many cake. bots, though. There, I, mean, I mean, if you didn't break down, there's so many bots following me. So many bots now. So many sex bots. I have to block them all the time. It's so annoying. So I, the algorithm hates me. They're like, we keep sending you sex bots. You keep right. blocking them. Keep We're trying to, yeah, that's that's all my followers now. are. They're just sex bots. That's, <laughs> I, in, in, I have in, 16. I have 1600 sex bots following me. 20 years. You'll be you'll be micro processing and and micro farming to your sex spots every day to get your riz up so you can get your Twitter gloat. So well, boys, thank you for having me. It's always fun. Uh, never hesitate to reach out, have me on again, and uh, let me know if crab cake goes from six to eight playoff teams. Because if that happens, You're then in. I'm gonna I'm gonna backdoor my way in. I might have to change tonight and then make the league hate me again. So, well, thank you. We appreciate it so much, everybody. That Guys, is. Thank uh, you. Thank uh, you. Have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. See you, sir. Later. Love it. Later. He's one of, the best. one of the best ever. Johnny Cake Solval, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Collins, you want to take us out? Yep. War, destruction, pain, chaos, heartache.